0: You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that falling asleep at the wheel is going to have consequences. Actually, Jesus talked a lot about falling asleep at the wheel and the consequences. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again as today we take a look at your life's journey from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus to become all that he made you to be. The easiest thing for any employee to do is to slacken off when they think that no one's watching. You know, the boss isn't around. Maybe he's gone on a trip this week and so, hey, let's take our foot off the pedal. No sense in killing yourself after all. I mean, who's going to know? We'll just cruise for a little while, take our pay, but uh, take it easy too. We can work hard again when the boss gets back. The problem with that is that when we take our foot off the pedal we slow down. The the output reduces. The things we were meant to have done don't all get done. They're not rocket science. But many employees do exactly that. Now, I've tried that once or twice in my life, to be honest, when I was younger. But you know what I've discovered? When when you do that, actually you're being dishonest. You're robbing your employer. And all of a sudden, all the satisfaction drains out of the job. It's just not fun anymore. There's no sense of fulfilment. That's what I often think of people in a customer service role in a shop or a cafe. Man, if you come in and give your all to your customers and serve them and smile at them and help them, wouldn't it be a whole bunch more fun than being surly and unhelpful and grumpy? This week on the program, we're continuing our look at our journey towards eternity. And the question for each one of us is this, have I fallen asleep at the wheel? One of the problems I have sometimes with this idea that what we do here on earth is going to impact what's happening in our eternity is this. It can start sounding as though I have to work my way into heaven. We've talked about that on and off over the last few weeks on the program, and the point I think that God is making through what Jesus has to say is this, that the evidence of the fact that you and I have absolutely completely sold our lives out to Jesus, the evidence that we believe in him, is in what we do and how we live our lives, the fruit that our lives bear in the lives of other people. Matthew chapter 12, verse 33, Jesus said, Either make the tree good, and its fruit will be good, or make the tree bad, and its fruit will be bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. Apple trees bear apples. Avocado trees bear avocados. Plum trees bear plums. You will know a tree, you'll know who that tree is and what's going on inside by the fruit that it bears, a good tree, bears good fruit, a bad tree, bad fruit. What's going on on the outside is the indicator of what's happening on the inside. So many people say they've given their lives to God. So many people say they've put their faith in Jesus and what he did for them on the cross. Man, words are cheap, that's easy to say. But is it true Ah, if you want to know what's really going on, look at the fruit. It makes sense. And in the parable of the vine and its branches in John chapter 15, Jesus says this, "'Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples.'" So, if we want to know if someone is really connected into Jesus the vine, we look at the fruit. Is that person bearing Jesus-shaped fruit in their lives? Yes? Well, they're obviously abiding in Jesus. No? Well, quite clearly they're not. Now, there's a whole bunch of teaching that Jesus did about the dangers of getting all caught up in wealth and worldly possessions. You read it in Matthew's Gospel and in Luke's Gospel. He's talking about the fact that so many people worry about money and possessions and makes the point that God knows what we need. God will provide what you need. Don't get all focused on money and things. And Luke's Gospel, he finishes this bit of teaching off with these words, Luke chapter 12, verses 33 and 34. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. There it is. It's not so much about the money, but it's about our hearts. God wants our hearts. And then he goes on with this parable, a bit like the one we looked at briefly yesterday on the program, if you were able to join me, it begins at Luke chapter 12, verse 35. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and prudent manager whom his master will put in charge of his slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom the master will find at work when he arrives. Truly I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says to himself, my master's delayed in coming, and if he begins to beat the other slaves, men and women, and, and to eat and to drink and to get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, at an hour that he does not know, and will cut him to pieces and put him with the unfaithful." From everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. Pretty straightforward. The point is that God's entrusted you and me with an awful lot. And right now, we can't see Jesus the way those people back then could see him. He appears to have gone away like the master in the story. And if we profess to be a Christian, if we're one of the master's servants in this parable, then what we do while we're waiting is a demonstration of our faithfulness to him, or unfaithfulness as the case may be. God's given you and me so much, even to those who are poor in worldly terms, because we have his spirit in us. We're set free from all our sin, we're forgiven, we're given a new life, and he means for us to use that to bear fruit, to love those around us, to help the needy, to be like Jesus in this world with what he has entrusted us with. One day, sooner than we think, we're going to stand before him, and when I look him in the face, he's going to ask me, Bernie, what did you do with all that I gave you? And he's going to ask you, what did you do with all that I gave you? And as we were talking at the beginning of today's program, this isn't some guilt trip. The biggest lesson of my life is this. Before I became one of the master's servants, all I ever did was look out for moi. I served me, but I was never content. When I met Jesus, he taught me a different way. He taught me to use what I'd been given for other people, who I am, my gifts, my abilities, my resources. And since I started doing that, I have never been so fulfilled and energised. I've never enjoyed my life so much. Albeit, there are sacrifices. There is a cost. It's not always easy but I have never enjoyed my life as much as since I started bearing the fruit that he always intended me to bear. Albeit, my fruit's going to be different to your fruit. Do you get it? He's calling us to a new life here and now, and what we do with that life, that's what he's looking for. So, what are you doing with your life? the power to transform your life to help you be all that god made you to be and that's what the fresh daily devotional is all about it's completely free and i'd love to send it to you each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read listen or watch the daily video it's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org and as a bonus, we'll also send you a free copy of my ebook, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of of his Word. Again, that web address is freshdevotional.org and God bless you. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with A Different Perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au